0: You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. great tips there from carolyn and anita i have to be honest i've got one of those jars of leftover foreign currency and even when i do go back to the current the country i forget to take that foreign currency back um and another interesting thing is even beggars in china have qr codes for donations now i found that interesting in a recent visit but welcome back to barry wood rthk's economics correspondent joining us live from washington dc with his view from the us good morning again barry Hello, good morning again, Stephen. Actually, it's not Washington, DC. Where's your cabin?
1: Well, I'm in West Virginia, just uh, about yeah. a two and a half hour drive straight west of of Washington in the Shenandoah Mountains. And uh, it's very pleasant out here and much cooler.
0: I remember driving through West Virginia once and just was amazed at trees going for miles and miles and <laughs> yes. miles as far as many, the eye could trees. see can't see the wood for the trees, as they say. Anyway, lots of mixed messages in the US employment figures announced last night. US job openings fell by 34,000, which sounds relatively small, to 9.5 million in June, the lowest level in over two years. The decline in layoffs and increase in job openings for every unemployed person highlights the labour market's resilience. However, the report suggests that workers are growing less confident in the labour market, with resignations plunging by the most since April 2020. How can we make sense of all of this Barry
1: well it's hard because uh, we've got a bifurcated market we've got very low unemployment and we've got a lot of people unwilling to work there's too much money in the economy however the jobless figures that will come on Friday will be very important in this the expectation is that hundred thousand jobs were created in the month of July And in fact, let's not forget work from home, which has really made employees have more power. Because if a company says, we want you in the office three days a week, they say, hold it, I don't wanna come once or not at all. And they can move to another place. So the figures you quoted, Stephen, are pertinent, but it's not the end of the story. And I can't really make sense of it except to say that this is a distorted labor market. It's distorted by COVID. It's distorted by interest rates. And it's certainly distorted by the inflation rate that has come down substantially.
0: Absolutely. Well, watch this space because on Friday, when those jobs figures are out, that will give us um, a, a lot to talk about on Monday's show. Um, unless we have yeah it will be monday show because of the time difference anyway more news this week on mr trump including his indictment how could this impact his campaign financing barry
1: well the campaign financing is probably going to be eaten up by all of the legal fees that um, the former president is incurring now there are specific laws you have these special packs they're called that money can be used for that kind of fee but a lot of people are not going to step forward with additional cash donations to the trump campaign knowing it's only simply going to go to finance his legal problems his legal problems are overwhelming and let's let, let me just run through them if i may the ones that have just come in the last 10 hours are very significant. That's the January 6th, the riot at the Capitol and the events leading up to it. And then, of course, we have the documents that were taken apparently illegally from the White House and found in various boxes all around the Mar-a-Lago estate (coughs) in Florida. Then we have the porn actress and the amount of money that was paid apparently illegally to keep her quiet. And then we have one more coming, which is the Georgia election. You ask how it's going to affect campaigning or campaign finance, but how about if we talk about how's it going to affect his popularity? And I regret to tell you, it's probably going to make his popularity even stronger yeah. among the base of the Republican Party.
0: Yes, yeah, very um, interesting. But even if the worst comes to the worst, he ends up in prison. I believe he can still run for president. Yes, he can indeed. By the way, the president, the former president will have to appear in
1: court on Thursday. And uh, there is no date. And that's Washington, D.C. I don't know if there's going to be some exemption he can have appear by a a photo link or or something, but uh, there is no date set for that trial. Will these trials, of the four trials that we're really talking about, three, we know there's already indictments, are they all going to happen before the election in November of 2024? Probably not. None of them may occur. So there are a lot of uncertainties, but one thing sure, the the former president's popularity among hardcore Republicans is rising. And it seems to rise more with every indictment.
0: Hmm, Interesting. Anyway, let's move on to the Teamsters. The Teamsters local unions, which represent 340,000 workers at the United Parcel Service, voted 161 to 1 on Monday to endorse the tentative agreement reached with the delivery giant on July the 25th. We touched on this last week, but I'm hoping you tell me more about the Teamsters and how powerful they are.
1: Well, they used to be extremely powerful in the United States, and they are in a rather precipitous decline. For example, if you go back to 1974, there were two million teamster drivers. Teamster, you know, was was someone who handled the horses in a horse wagon that delivered goods. That's where they got the name, handling a team. But of course, now the union has just declined in its membership, so that it's a fraction of what it was. Uh, if there were two million teamster drivers. In 1974, there's only 75,000 now. And if you look at the UPS company, that's the largest affiliated union with any company. That's 340,000 Teamsters. So that's significant. That labor agreement is going to set a pace. Now, if you look at... UPS versus FedEx, UPS is a bigger company, it was founded in 1970, FedEx was only founded in 1971, but in fact, UPS does more of the parcel deliveries in the United States, those familiar brown vehicles, they're now going, the new ones will have air conditioning, not the old ones, and indeed, FedEx has a much bigger international presence, they have what, Uh, 670 airplanes versus uh, FedEx having just uh, a couple hundred. So these two companies are rivals, FedEx is not unionized. And in fact, the decline in membership in unions is very significant because Teamsters don't have the power that they had 5, 10, 15, let alone 30 years ago.
0: And, And you see the decline in union membership in the U.S. continuing?
1: I do. And why is it declining? Mainly because a lot of workers say, I'm paying union dues and getting what? Because companies sent, take the auto companies, the Germans, the Japanese, the Koreans, all of them located in the South to avoid the United Auto Workers Union, they all pay the same wage or higher. Therefore, the workers say, why should I pay the union dues when in fact I would get just as much money for the company that is non-unionized?
0: Okay, let's move on. We have one minute for this last question. U.S. Senators Elizabeth Warren, a Democrat, and Lindsey Graham, a Republican, so something the divide agrees on, said on Thursday they would push for an ambitious bill to create a new government regulator empowered to rein in meta platforms, Facebook, Alphabet's Google, Amazon.com, and other big tech platforms. How do you rate their chances?
1: Not good. I don't think it's going to happen, but it's nice that they're talking about it because this is a very important new technology. And by the way, I know you're heavily involved in this yourself, Stephen, but how do you get people to agree when you don't even know really the shape of any of these new devices that will come from Google, from Meta, from Apple, and from Microsoft? So yes, we want to do something about AI, but we don't know what we're regulating. That's why I'm pessimistic that anything is going to happen
0: yeah i mean it, this is just a general regulator rather than focused on a ai i guess there's more of a chance to have regulations focused on a ai rather than a, a broader thing almost going in the way of mainland china where they were trying to control the big tech companies
1: well and you know we haven't succeeded in the united states in controlling the tech companies at all uh we can't agree on this i mean the europeans are big on regulation the americans are not we can't agree now it's not to say that regulation is needed it may not be needed but ai is pretty scary as you and i have talked
0: we have thank you to barry